Hope everyone's having a very nice Tuesday as we get set for the NBA slate. We are about an hour or so away from uh, tip-off. I believe we have six games on the slate tonight. Kyle joining me, and uh, this is our second edition of our NBA show here at Better Than Vegas. What's great, we're going to have a lot of these NBA shows. We have preview game previews, previews of major sporting events. Everything here is free. All we want to do is help all of you out there a little bit better of a better we're going to share any information that we have any insights some of the reasoning why we've picked the games the totals the props uh some of the players that we're going to be keying in on in dfs kyle i gotta say you me and eric were along uh for the ride on sunday for our first episode uh we'll figure out the name we were laughing around we were a couple of nba holes that's that bill simmons tight uh, yeah thing. i like that one yeah, i actually good, like that that's NBA a good holes. one uh, yeah, that's a good one great start man uh great it start was. for us i know you hit a couple of nice props couple of games that we gave out. Uh, Eric will be joining us most of the time on the weekend. So it'll always, always be combinations of like the three of us, you, me, and Eric, yeah. probably two of the three of us, sometimes the three of us together and a uh, really good start, but it's always, what have you done for me lately? Right. We got to get right that's back right. at it today and give some winners to the peeps. Yeah. That's why my damn hairline thinning. It's always, what have you done for me lately? Your history <laughs> means nothing. What have you done right now? But we did have a good start on Sunday. Uh, one CJ, one more CJ McCollum basket away from, I think a four and one, uh, and I was one day. the only one that I missed was uh, Mitchell was 26 and a half points and he hit 26. That's so frustrating so, when that happens. So those are the and, two that we and missed. We would have got it, but the yeah. Pelicans just beat the shit out of the Lakers. I mean, they exactly. just, they just oh blew my the gosh. Off them, so they and we'll talk about them. the Lakers in just a little bit. That was, yeah. oof, that was Oof. brutal. That was embarrassing. But uh, tonight we're looking a little bit at the, the numbers and I'm lucky Kyle, um, I looked at the the slate last night when I started diving in look, and do my handicapping and it's dangerous nowadays in this in the COVID era to play games early because yeah. oh. you play something early and then the next day you find out there are three players missing or whatever. But it's starting to get better where we're just not getting these waves of like players just yeah. missing all the time. I think right. in all the sports they've they've cleaned it up a little bit. Really in all the world we're seeing things get a little bit better. But yeah. I was I did lock in this number last night and I'm glad I did because I felt like this was going to shift. I played last night the Warriors at plus one and the number has now moved all the way to Warriors minus three ish in that range. Cause we're finding out that the first off you got Minnesota coming off of a back-to-back. They played at Cleveland last night. Then they have to travel back home. They played a a tough Cleveland game team in a close game. And you have golden state, who's coming off of that embarrassing end of their last game. Yeah. I, it was funny because that was the Mavs game on Sunday that I played the Mavs side. So I, yeah. I love that. But yeah. Golden State had a 26-1 to 1 run against them in the fourth quarter of that game to spit it out. That's a bad taste in your mouth for a game that was on national TV, on ESPN. Oh, yeah. They don't have to worry about the back-to-back. And we're finding out right now that Anthony Edwards might not play tonight. He is a true game-time decision. So this is one that I'm glad I locked in early because – Right now, I probably wouldn't want to play it at three and a half, four after seeing that number last night. Still not that if, – if, if Ant doesn't play, that's great. But it's always nice to get ahead of the number like that. It's dangerous sure. in this it area, is. but I got lucky in that slide. Especially the NBA, too. They're just a bunch of divas. They're just a bunch of giant rest. soft players. Rest and – you know, I got to take my – like Kawhi Leonard's, you know, infamous for, oh, it's yeah. bingo night with granny down at the, yeah. uh, you know, synagogue, so I can't play tonight. And, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I am seeing some outlets, too, at two and a half Golden State. I still like it there. You get yeah, under one possession with the Warriors. Uh, uh, like you talked about it. A lot of travel from Minnesota. Uh, 
coming back, you know, going back home from Cleveland, Golden State doesn't have to worry about that. Anthony Edwards thing's huge. If Anthony Edwards isn't there, I'll, I'll completely pass on that one. I did have a, a rebound prop in this. I took Carl uh, Anthony Towns over nine and a half rebounds, minus 125. I've seen a couple outlets drop it off for good reason. That number's too low. Who does Golden State have in the interior that's going to compete for rebounds with Carl Anthony Towns? Kavon Looney? I mean, come Nobody. on. That, that, so, and if you look at his last six games, his last two, he was a little bit uh, uh, under that number, but if you look at his previous four all double-digit rebounds here, he should feast on Golden State. I love him in DFS tonight as well. It should be a nice spot for Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, Towns is a good one. Um, with Minnesota, I think Edwards and Vanderbilt are both game-time decisions. That could right. even bolster the opportunity for more for Towns. There's just Absolutely. more room down there to gobble those up. Yep. The one prop that I played, a player prop in this game, is – Wiggins. So he's back playing against the team that he played with for a long time. I think he's going to get up for this game. He, he still has really good relationships with Towns and with uh, D'Angelo. We kind of saw that and uh, we saw them joking a little bit. D'Angelo and he were traded for each other. Him yeah. and Towns, they sort of thought they were going to be the guys there for a long period of time. If you look at his a points total so even with no clay tonight that just gives him more opportunity there oh, of course and if edwards is either banged up or not playing we're not going to get edwards probably putting up as much of a fight on the defensive side either just from a matchup standpoint wiggins points total was 17 and a half he's plus 132 to score 20 or more he's plus 400 at 25 or more hmm, interesting that's not even Crazy. That's worth, a, that's worth a sprinkle. Yeah. I mean, like with, if Clay you, was in, I would back off the 25. But with, but with Clay out, I, I think Clay out more sense. opportunities for him and the guys who may end up being the ones who he'd have to go up head against, head against in the matchup, maybe yep. either banged up a little bit, not 100%. So we could attack them a little bit more, plus the boost of being, you know, back at this place where you played well. I think there are a couple things to like about the Wiggins props there, too. So mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm on the Golden State side tonight. That's what's great about. Uh, about gambling and that's what you're going to find with true dgens like uh, kyle myself eric i'm not i'm a i'm a lakers fan but i'm a fan of my money and so i was betting against golden state on sunday i'm playing golden state today it's yep. all about matchups it's all about the timing it's all about what happened who's coming up next what things are yep. looking like i'm never i'm very rarely going to lock in on one team and then just be playing them over and over again so i love right. I love the psychology of the NBA is different than any other pro sport. The, the yeah. psychology, the, the matchups, the revenge narratives, they come yeah. way more into play in the NBA than in the NFL, hockey, especially. I mean, it doesn't even matter in baseball. But yeah. it's, a, it's a major factor in the NBA. It's, like, it's such an – even though it's a team sport, it's driven by these individual stars mm -hmm. and motivation. It's motivation, motivation. That's what made Michael Jordan great. Yep. He wasn't the most gifted you know, I mean, he's a fantastic athlete, of course, but he wasn't certainly wasn't the most gifted, but it's the way he could get himself mentally prepared to attack every single night. Guys like Kobe and Michael, that's why they're so great. And that's what uh, makes the NBA unique. That's why you talk. You don't just ride one team no. forever because that that's silly. It's all about, like you said, timing, matchups, revenge narratives, the flow. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, all signs point to Golden State tonight. Yeah, good spot. And uh even if uh, we end up losing this game, feel really good about the number we got, how things have moved. So that's yeah. where I lean in that one. Tell us about what one of your plays for tonight, Kyle. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we'll wait to go over to the late. We're both Lakers fans. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll go we'll get, on we'll hit that one last. Yeah. But one, one I do like, I've been finding some magic with these under three point props. Everyone, sure. look, just, I, lo I love betting overs, 
But I found a few goal last year in baseball. It was strikeout under props, and I had a streak where it was twenty four and one for a month get, taking strikeout under props. Nice. nice. We've been on a nice run here. I've just started tinkering with this a little bit. Won our first three. Got Anthony Edwards under last night. I like Reggie Jackson under two and a half threes. It's juiced a little bit at minus one sixty. But if you look at his last ten games, he's only hit three threes twice in those games. So eight out of ten games, he's gone under. This prop, I'm, I'll take the minus 160 and take Reggie Jackson under two and a half threes. So while we're in that game, I actually just played the Rockets plus the seven. Um, so yeah. what's funny is these teams have actually played each other a ton recently. They just played two days ago. on, And then they played on February the 17th, the game right before the All-Star break. The Clippers beat the crap out of the Rockets in that game. But the Rockets didn't have a ton of guys playing that day. Gordon was out. Um, I don't think Wood played. So they just got, they were just completely overmatched. But two days ago, the Clippers won that game by one. And Houston led by as many as 13 points in that game. In a game where they only shot 38% from the field. It wasn't like they were lighting it up and it was like, oh yeah, they shot incredible. That's why they were in the game. They actually played pretty well. They battled. And when you have a team, teams that have played each other a bunch recently, this will be the third time in a couple weeks. I think the third time in the last, six games that these two teams have played overall. I always like playing the dog when you've got familiarity like this. They know each other well. They've just had this recency against each other. And we saw the Rockets almost beat the Clippers just a few days back in a similar number. We're going to find out tonight that Kevin Porter Jr. might also be playing, which could give them a boost on the Houston side. You add another ball handler, another playmaker in there, someone who raises their ceiling a little bit. It's Rockets team isn't great. They're nothing fantastic. They're feisty though. They fight. Well, they with and now when they have with with Schroeder and Gordon and Wood, when they're on the court, those are NBA players. Right. Like they're competent NBA players that even if you're trying to tank, those guys still want to go out there and score 20. Right. The Schroeder is playing for himself, right? Absolutely. He's, he's trying to go get some of that money back that he pissed away when he didn't want to sign with the Lakers last year. And then he He's the one that started all of this, man. If Schroeder was still around, we maybe don't even do the Westbrook trade. Who knows? Maybe they just go get Buddy Heald instead, and right. we might not be in this crazy spot that we are with the Lakers. But oh. Rockets plus the seven tonight. It's funny because watching the Clippers and, and look at where they were for the like, they'll go, they'll win a game or two and then lose a game or two. They've all they've just been right around five hundred. The last like two months, they'll never get more than like a game or two over or a game or two under. And they get such a woody to play the Lakers that, you know, you look at them in the Laker games, everybody goes nuts. Reggie Jackson is an all-star coffee goes crazy, man. Everybody hits these incredibly difficult shots. And then against the rest of the league, they're just sort of mortal. It's a mediocre roster. I mean, when you look at the Clippers roster without Kawhi, it's just a lot of role players. It's like the Rockets you mentioned, they're not a great team. But I love betting the Rockets. The Rockets are undervalued. They're always getting a ton of points. And they don't really get blown out a ton. The Rockets will fight for your dollar. I love teams that will fight for my dollar. The Rockets are one of them. I I was going to put something on that. I'm certainly leaning that way. If I'm betting that game, I'm taking the Rockets. I'm even seeing some seven and a halfs. I don't mind. I love that even more. Any point you can get, anything over six, you're getting with the Rockets against the Clippers, take it. So... Some of the uh, games that are right out the top tonight, Detroit, Washington. Looks like the Wizards are about a a three-and-a-half point favorite in that game. Atlanta, Boston. Looks like Boston's about a a six-and-a-half point favorite at home there. Total in that one's 226-and-a-half. Brooklyn, Toronto. Brooklyn's playing at Toronto. 
Um, so that means no Kyrie. Brooklyn may not have Drummond either tonight. Toronto's uh, bumped all the way up to a nine-point favorite there. But there, like you just mentioned, some of the uh, the missing pieces for uh, for Brooklyn. So that line for Toronto. So that line that's a kind of a weird game. I wouldn't touch that damn game with a 10-foot ball. I, I just really wouldn't. If you're playing DFS, of course, you're going to get – he's going to be highly owned. Malachi Flynn will be like 3,600. I think that's what he is, 3,600 on mm-hmm. FanDuel. And uh, let me double-check his price on DraftKings and 3,100 on DraftKings. So you're going to get a lot of ownership there. But, of course, no Van Fleet, no OG Ananobi. He played 33 minutes last night, 36 FanDuel points. You'll take 10 times value playing DFS. So sometimes there's there's good chalk and there's bad chalk when you play DFS. Malachi Flynn might be some good chalk tonight, especially with a shorthanded Brooklyn roster who doesn't play great defense when they don't have all, all the – especially Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant is underrated defensively. When he they is. don't have him, they are just yeah. not a great defensive team. Uh, they could no. be without Andre Drummond, who you talked about. They're certainly their best rim protector since they got him. So Malachi Flynn, 36 FanDuel, 3,100 DraftKings. It's going to be highly owned. You're playing cash games 50-50s. He's probably going to be 80% owned, honest to God. That's probably what you're looking at. But have certainly have some exposure to him in tournaments because if he goes off for 36 again and you don't have him, you're not catching the people that do. Yeah. The other games uh, we talked about, Clippers. Hawks, Boston. Like like the Hawks stink on the road, so I lean Boston, right? Yes. I don't love the number, six and a Neither. half. Years, sort it feels of, about right. It feels yeah. right, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, the, the Wizards, I'm done betting the Wizards. I don't, I can't get the Wizards down to save my life. Kyle Kuzma goes off for 800 points when I bet against him. Oh, and yeah. when I bet on him, he scores four. I don't yeah. know what the hell to do with the Wizards, so I'll pass there. Me too. Uh, well, we were talking a little bit before. It was, I had three games that I had circled, two that I really like, one that I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to play. So there weren't that many spots to attack tonight, which is fine, right? We're playing, we're looking at these slates every day, right? Right. So, you don't have to come in going, okay, here are my four. I'm going to play five games today. Some days it might be one or two, and the next day might be seven or eight things that jump out at you just the way that they are. Same thing in yeah. football, right? Some weeks you look at that slate on Sunday, and it's like, damn, I just don't get a feel for this. There's nothing really that's right. jumping out at me all that much. And then other weeks it's like, uh-oh, I got everything that I like on the board. So, yeah. you know, don't worry about it if there are some nights where you like a little more than uh, than others. Let's get to the Lakers. So. <sighs> Man, hurts, that was, we're both hurting. We're both hurting as Lakers. That's embarrassing. They stink. They stink. It's, it's there have been like three or four times this year where you're like, okay, that had to be rock bottom, mm-hmm. right? And then something else happens where they lost to New Orleans, where they were down by thirty plus points throughout a, a good par- portions of that game, and they New Orleans just made a bunch of moves so they they have barely got their team together they're not playing without zion either and new orleans is a team that is behind the lakers and has been behind the lakers in the standings if the season stopped today that would actually be the play-in game lakers versus the pelicans at in la but they just got beat by 30 there yeah you would take the pelicans right you would take you would favor the pelicans right absolutely and like tonight can you believe that the, the Mavericks are now a five-and-a-half-point favorite in L.A. tonight in a no. game where LeBron James and Russell Westbrook are both playing? They're on the court, and it is uh, – man, it's pretty nuts. I took the Mavericks four-and-a-half early. It was probably – when I looked at the board, when I'm you know, sometimes you're sort of looking just for that quick one, especially if you got to make a little content, like something that just pops right away. 
Yeah. Lakers, Lakers, if they're only if they're only get, they're getting less than two possessions, I don't trust them at all. If you look at the strength of Dallas, it's that backcourt, especially now that they have added Dinwiddie off the sea three. Good. I mean, obviously, Luka Doncic is great. I will caution people. Lakers give up the most fantasy points to opposing point guards. They are absolutely dreadful. But he only has more than 40 once in his last five games in terms of fan, or more than 50 once in his last five games, 42, 42, 41, and a 57. Those are his fantasy outputs. And at his price on both sites, I mean, he's 12,000 on DraftKings. If he was 12,000 all year long, he would have only hit. That means he needs 60. DraftKings points to hit five times value. He's only done that 38% of the time this year. On FanDuel, he's 10-8. He's only hit five times value 43% of the time. So it's not a great price. Yeah. But the Lakers are so putrid defensively in the backcourt that uh, if you're paying down for a guy like Malachi Flynn, you should be able to pay up for a guy like Luka Doncic. Now, I will caution you. That's going to be a little bit chalky, maybe pivoting to a Steph Curry who has a little bit higher, I think, saves some salary, who could have mm-hmm. a big three-point shooting night against Minnesota. That might be the better place to go. But for me, until I see something out of the Lakers, four and a half, I'll take it. And I also like the over in this one for the things I just mentioned. The Lakers are terrible defensively. And if they want to make this a game at home, if LeBron comes out and is LeBron, they're going to have to score a lot of points because the Lakers defense is not stopping this backcourt. I think the 216 and a half is a little bit low. I like the over in it as well. It's going to be a lot of smalls on the court right. tonight because there's no AD and now Dallas just has to go small. Yep. Basically. So we're. It, you're right. The there are many versions of this game where, you know, Monk is has a better game. Like, that was the one thing that was really disappointing the other night is that we're getting to a point where, like, everything's starting to come together poorly for the Lakers. Like, when things come together in a positive way, this is like what uh, our, our buddy Eric mentions, the great quote from the replacements, Keanu Reeves, like quicksand. He talks yep. about how one thing and then it's the next and it's the next. It's the guys, like, if you're breaking this Lakers season down – and you were just going to say, okay, it's been awful, but let's try to take some positives out of this season. I think a couple of the things that you would say would be Austin Reeves and Monk are a couple guys that you kind of found for nowhere, for nothing, like really cheap guys who play hard, maybe play a little bit. Like Monk can probably do a little bit more defensively, at least try than than his reputation was before. And Austin Reeves is like a really – he's an NBA rotation player that you just sort of found out of nowhere. But now these guys are, when those guys are struggling, like Reeves is sort of hitting the wall right now. He's been playing like 30 minutes in some of these games. That guy's not supposed to be playing 30 plus minutes on a, on a team that wants to contend. There's the, and the gambler in me, this is the spot where you're supposed to want to play the Lakers, but how can you, how can you, when you have, the Lakers who just got blown out on national TV and everybody saw Dallas and Dallas. I, it was funny. I tweeted out when I, cause I was watching that game. Cause I bet it Dallas mm-hmm. for about three and a half quarters played really poorly. They were like, just going through the motions. It's there was like no vibe, no energy. They sort of felt like it was a preseason game. And then Dallas went on this crazy run. So everybody kind of remember seeing that I would love to play the Lakers in this spot. I would yeah, love to, of course, how could you, watch that game and see the carelessness, the body language, the way they were just flipping the ball into space, like nothingness of space. It looked like how Harden was playing last year before he got traded from the Rockets, where he just sort of gave up and was like, I'm done. He was throwing passes to the corner. like, And players were like, what are you doing? You're just throwing the ball. It was probably one of the most embarrassed I've been as a Laker fan 
that's maybe the Dwight Howard year with a big not not this not this version of Dwight with Howard, the but Nash the, Kobe the, year. Yes, the Nash Kobe that year was pretty embarrassing and tough was. to, uh, to Dwight deal with as taking well. Taking his shirt off at the end of the like, I can't the stand of, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is out. such a mental midget. When he's on the court, I almost want to turn Lake. I have a hard time rooting for this Lakers team this year, and right, I've been a Lakers hard. fan since 1987. I've been a, a, a Lakers fan. But I, I cannot you. stand Dwight. I can't stand Westbrook. I'm not a big LeBron guy, and I don't like AD. Uh, Dwight, I'm, mute. I'm I'm mute a lot of them, and it's not even because I don't like to hear. I don't have a problem with like the Lakers announcers or even the particular announcers. I just don't. I just mute it so that way when I I can look up, I don't have to hear the shit because right. like you said it's so. It's 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 not even an expectations thing. I don't think you or I thought when they made the Westbrook trade that it was going to fit and they no. would be able to win a title, but I don't think anybody thought it'd be this bad. No, I, I, I mean, I didn't love it. I knew it was going to be a little clunky and there, we lost a lot of shooting and we weren't going to be a great shooting team. And we're But I thought love... regular season, we'd be okay. And then okay. it'd be in a playoffs again or against really good teams that we right. wouldn't match up well. And they'd right. leave Wes, we, they'd leave Russ and force him to shoot. And then that's where we'd struggle. But right. I thought there would be the nights where, Westbrook would still be able to beat the bad teams. Yeah. And man, when those couple early games in the year when they lost to OKC, that was just a a, a, a telling sign right then yeah. when that this team. Imagine was like six game. years ago saying we're going to have a team with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony, and we are going to be one of the worst teams in the Western Conference heading in. 27 you know, and 33. Which just, the, the thing that I think is funny is that we have the same record as the Pelicans who we traded all of our guys for, yep. you know, and then we also have the same record as the Wizards. Unbelievable. Who we, we Just traded yeah. all. Yeah, exactly. Those it's... two teams, we're all 27 and 33, yeah. which is embarrassing. And the Lakers are very lucky right now that the teams behind them are probably going to keep losing because they, they're not really trying to win. Yeah. Otherwise, they I don't want to even see them in a play-in spot. Yeah. I really don't. Like, I'd right. rather have them be done and just be put out of their misery early on. Yeah. But – they're probably still going to finish in the top 10 and yeah. have a play in game. And we will continue to talk about the Lakers uh, many times here, because the one thing that's crazy about the way they schedule the Lakers is that they always put the Lakers on the af post NFL in a ton of national TV games. Of course. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you, they're going to yeah. draw attention LeBron, but now we're going to get stuck with the Lakers playing good teams. Oh gosh. It's going to hurt. I'm going to be sad a lot. I'm going to be drunk for every Sunday yeah. afternoon show. Just absolutely fucking. We're going to start drinking early. early. We will be back here with yep. you again on Sunday, two o'clock PM Eastern time, 11 AM Pacific time. There's always going to be that three 30 PM Eastern time game. So that'll be the game on Sunday that we really dive into. We'll all preview. And then we'll go through the rest of the slate. We'll dish out some of our plays, any props, any DFS tips like Kyle always has for you. And, uh, like always, we want to help you make some money. If you're watching, if you're playing along with us, if you have any plays on the night, share them along with us. Send a, a post, a tweet, give us a comment. We'll say hello. As the uh, the shows continue on, we'll start doing some giveaways. If you're watching and you're playing along with us, we'll ask if you you know to comment and we'll, uh, we'll give away some free bets here and there. Kyle, I appreciate your analysis. Thank I you always man. appreciate your hard work. I always learn a little something from you, and uh, I look forward to uh, Sunday, buddy. Every single time, brother. Cheers. Let's Cheers. kick some ass. We're on the West Coast. We're going to get to watch everything. I yep. feel bad for you East Coast fans. I don't know how the hell you guys do it. Me on the neither. East. How miserable is that? No. Like 10 o'clock and games are oh, starting? Fuck. Just, no, no, thank you. No, no thank, you. thank you. Can you imagine Monday night football on the East Coast? Shoot me in the head. How do you get that done? 
I went one time and I went for work to do a trip and it was the first week of the year where there was the double Monday night. Oh, fuck. So that second Monday night, yeah. they, there's no shot. Nobody's <laughs> no shot. awake. It's nope. just, we don't worry about that here on the West Coast. Nope. But wherever you are, West Coast, Midwest, East Coast, we're always happy that you're hanging out with us on Better Than Vegas. Flip our notifications on at BTV Bets. I think the next time you'll see us streaming live will be Thursday for Mohawk Mania with Blackjack, with Beho. We'll get you all set up for that Woodbine Mohawk early pick five, some great harness racing. Kyle, my friend, you have a great Tuesday night, buddy. We'll talk soon. You too, brother. Thank you. And thank you everyone for watching. And uh, keep 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 tuned in because when we go to Vegas, I'm going to be whipping Brian with a horse whip. And I've been looking for ones. I cannot wait to whip his ass. I'm going to get excited about it. Go that. into the whip. I'll show yeah. you. I've got some whip. Uh, I used to date a jockey, so I've got some good whip technique. Going. Wow, really? Yeah. Dated yeah. a jockey? Yeah. Interesting. So. I'm very excited. I'll be hitting you up for the Plenty of stories to come there. Uh, Kyle, Gino, Eric will be along with you on Sunday, folks. Have an awesome rest of your week. Good luck.